dude, what the heck is this mess? Dang, man, it's just last night's half-calf. All right, and here we are doing another episode of last night's half-calf recap. My name is John, and Chuck and I this week talked about the evolution of theme parks, where they came from and where they are now. And so on this recap, I'm going to talk about carnivals, specifically the traveling American carnival. Um, There's carnivals all over the world uh, taking place still. But we're really just going to focus on the uh, traveling American carnivals. Um, They got their start from the Chicago World Fair in 1893. Um, It was a Columbian exposition. And basically what happened is uh, so many people got together. So many like sideshow type of people um, got together. And they all hung out and got to talking with each other during this World Fair. And the idea of a traveling carnival uh, was conceived during the, world, during the Chicago World Fair in 1893. So it was the people's idea um, to start traveling together and to put on these shows because they saw the interest that the public had. And so... Uh, they got together, they got some of the rides, um, they managed to get a couple of little, uh, not roller coasters, but little like uh, Ferris wheel type things, and, and, and hit the road. And so over the next 10 years, um, 17 carnivals are formed in America. And then by 1937, uh, which is about 45 years later, there's over 300 carnivals traveling all across America. Um, which is crazy. Uh, that's super fast growth. Um, apparently the public was loving it. Uh, we, and, and society does, if you, if you look back through history, society does love the odd and the obscure and the entertaining, right? Um, so carnivals really consisted of so many different aspects. See, they had the sideshows. So these sideshow people came in three different categories. Uh, they were either self-made, like uh, the tattooed people or things like that. They were working acts, like sword swallowers. Um, you'd have fire breathers. You might have knife throwers, those kinds of things. And then there were the naturally born, like the Siamese twins or the bearded women or things like that. And then they'd also have the rides, uh, they'd have some rides for kids and some for adults. They would have stunt shows, uh, guys getting shot out of cannons. Uh, they would have all kinds of different acts going on. Um, they'd have animals, uh, whatever they thought would attract people in these carnivals. One thing that was really fascinating is they would not just hit the major cities. They were going out into the countryside where, especially in the early 1900s, these people didn't have any forms of entertainment, right? Like uh, right now I have a ton of entertainment uh, with my phone and it's just sitting in my pants pocket all the time. 
And these people, they never were able, they were never able to get any sort of entertainment. And so for a carnival to travel all the way out to their little town was a big deal. So everybody would go there. These carnivals were raking in a lot of money because they realized how fascinating um, their show was. Uh, society loves the the odd and the interesting. And so these carnivals really tapped into America and they traveled for a long time. Um, there was a sharp decline on, uh, for some reason after World War II. But after that, business picked right back up um, after that little decline. And they... Carnivals ran strong for a long time. Unfortunately, uh, now carnivals are kind of uh, an extinct business. Um, it's very hard, unfortunately, nowadays for, for carnivals to travel with their rides. Um, there used to be apparently some regulations with the DOT, and they had special licenses and permits, and those licenses and permits are no longer available. And so the logistics of moving their rides and everything has become an issue. So uh, carnivals aren't exactly around anymore. Not the traveling style anyway that we're talking about now. You can still find plenty of fairs all over the place um, in amusement parks, of course, like we talked about, uh, where things are stationary. And you can get a lot better rides out of those out of the stationary amusement parks and things like that. But there was an aspect of the traveling carnival that is just so neat. And the traveling carnival people were like family. They actually wound up, a lot of them wound up um, settling in a town in in Florida. It's called Gibsonton, Florida. and Or you might also know it as Carneyville, USA. It's like less than 20 miles outside of Tampa. And there were, there was over a hundred carnies living there. You know, just carnival people, living out their lives. Um, it would give them a safe place. Of course, this is way before the internet or anything like that. So it would give them a safe place to practice their tricks and their routines. Nobody could watch them. And not to mention the weather is nice. So if their routine was a was an outdoor routine or something like that, they had decent year-round weather um, to practice in, all of that stuff. So they it was a whole town, and this town had catered to these people. Um, like the counters at the post office were made extra low because there were dwarf people in living there that were traveling with the carnivals. Um, they had a extra tall bar stool at the local bar because the tall man from the from the from the carnival was there. All kinds of different stuff. the The town really embraced these people, which I thought was really really cool. Um, unfortunately now, not really any carnies living in it, living there. I think, I think there's like one or two. I don't know. I was doing a little bit of reading on, on it. Not much though. But anyway, we, uh, carnivals are pretty much, uh, an extinct business now. Unfortunately, there's, there's hardly any traveling America now. So you'd be hard pressed to be able to find one to go to. But if you go to your county fair, state fair, something like that, that's the next best thing. Um, still a lot of really cool attractions, um, really cool stuff to do there. So support your local and, and state, uh, fairs and support the people who, uh, who are working hard on their routines and their talents, uh, to bring you some entertainment.
So thank you guys so much for listening. Chuck and I really appreciate it. Stay tuned. This week, we're going to be talking about UFOs and paranormal, uh, everything from aliens, ghosts, goblins, whatever we can think of, whatever we feel like talking about. We're really excited to bring you such an odd topic. Thank you guys for the support. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week. Thank you.